Welcome to It's All Anonymous. I'm your host, Oscar Ruto. This is a podcast dedicated to the lessons I have learned in Alcoholics Anonymous. My intention is to find a way, with your help, dear listeners, to use the 12 steps, not just in recovery, but in all aspects of life. Join me on this journey of spiritual progress. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Another day, another podcast. This is... It's all anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto. It's been a while since I've been recorded in this silent room. It's been a while since I've been in this apartment all alone. Now that my wife and daughter have left to visit her parents for the weekend. It's one of those times when I'm both lonely and also to a degree at peace because I am free to do this amongst other things that I might have made an excuse not to do because the child or the wife, well, it's just excuses either way. But that being said, we are here for another day of It's All Anonymous with me, Oscar Ruto. So we will, I will jump right into it from today. So as you know, I completed with step four of the 12-step program a few weeks ago. Uh, and the intention is to do all the 12 steps, but I'm not moving on to step five. I'd rather say I'm, I don't want to move on to step five just yet. And for those who are interested in the reason as to why I might not want to move on to step five, just look up step five on the internet, see what it's all about. Of course, I will cover step five very soon. But before I move on to that, I'd rather get deal with some things on my end. It's a very tough step to deal with. It's a very tough step to deal with. Anyway, that being said, I'm going to move right on to this week's topic. So this week's topic has been influenced by something I read from the Bible. So the book of Jeremiah, chapter 10, verse 23 and 24. So this was what is called Jeremiah's prayer. Or is Jeremiah, Jeremy, depends on, I guess, where you're from. Okay, so, the, and it goes like this. Lord, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. Discipline me, Lord, but only in due measure. Not in your anger, or you will reduce me to nothing. The reason I bring this up is because I keep having discussions with people recently about accountability and responsibility. Uh, for those of you, I guess most of anyone with the internet is aware that Queen Elizabeth of the UK just passed away. As I'm recording, maybe it was, what, 12 hours ago? I'm not quite sure. That being said, uh, I was having a discussion with one of my co-workers about the responsibility that Queen Elizabeth bears in the, in quotes, rape and plunder of Africa. Well, this is not a political podcast. I'm not here to talk about the politics or history, but I'm just talking about accountability and how this fits into Jeremiah's prayer. So let's ignore the politics for a second. My point of view is that not everything we do is because we are good or we are evil. 
a lot of what we do is just a consequence of at least i believe as far as i am concerned a lot of what we do is a consequence of our upbringing the friends we have the cultures we live in in your your social status your economic status all of this influence the kind of people you turn out to be and it does raise the the argument of determinism versus free will this it's an interesting argument is free will in fact real or is everything that we do all the choices in quotes that we believe we make have they been predetermined by your biology your nurturing nature who is oscar who is oscar is oscar an amalgamation of all the choices he has made or is oscar nothing more than a consequence of his biology so we're looking at the bible and this prayer lord i know that people's lives are not their own it is not for them to direct their steps it is not for them to direct their steps this makes me wonder is the bible here suggesting that determinism is the case your life is not your own well this quote i believe has been mentioned by solis nischen in the book gulag archipelago where he said our lives are not our own maybe he did get it from the, i assume he might have gotten from the bible from this prayer so he said our lives are not our own from womb to tomb we are tied with those around us of course i'm paraphrasing i forget the actual quote i read it a very long time ago either way he said the same thing i assume he got this from the bible our lives are not our own we are tied to the people around us but are we just tied to the people we live with right now your family your friends your coworkers but or are we also tra- tied to a greater degree to our ancestors through genetics so looking at my alcoholism my drinking problems i can't say that i have seen these issues in my family my life is not my own it is not me to direct my steps as the current argument being made from the prayer is it by choice that i became this that i ended up an alcoholic or was it just a consequence of my biology my life is not my own but then one might argue well the free will comes into play the moment i chose to attempt to break free of the constraints of my biology the moment i chose to stop drinking or rather to seek help to fight my alcoholism but even even that being said <clears throat> maybe i'm simply polite enough and what open enough to accept some of the dictums of alcoholics anonymous what if i didn't have the politeness maybe even what if i wasn't open enough what if i wasn't willing to accept the dictums of alcoholics anonymous will i still be drinking to this day is openness is neuroticism are those also a consequence of my biology 
discipline me discipline me lord but only in due measure so it starts off by saying lord i know that people's lives are not their own it is not for them to direct their own steps and verse 24 says discipline me lord but only in due measure not in your anger or you will reduce me to nothing i'm no philosopher i'm no linguist i can't take this entire these two verses apart but i'm just telling you the what i seem to be getting from them from them and in the second verse verse 24 i hear a man saying not everything that i have done has been because of me there have been other factors at play that i had no control over but god as you punish me for the consequences of those actions please consider that i was not fully at fault please do not punish me out of anger please have some sympathy please have some sympathy in life we always want to be understood i know i do i want to be understood whether i've done good or bad i want to be understood but i guess it's easy to be understood when you've done good people people don't really even really understand when you do good i feel like i feel they're just happy that this good thing has occurred around them but when you've done bad or rather when the consequences of whatever action you've taken has been has been negative people are not ready and willing to understand well some people are some people suffer from the curse of empathy <laughs> and they understand and those people with their eyes on you they are a small version of god watching you and judging you and then you ask them please please lord discipline me but only in due measure not in your anger or you will reduce me to nothing you want to be understood when the consequences of our actions are not what we intended them to be when we realize that the road to hell is paved with good intentions when we realize that simply not everything we do will bring about the results we hope for them to bring and sometimes it's just biology sometimes the things you do the things i do that i know to be wrong i do them to satiate my biology and that being said i'm going to say jeremiah's prayer lord i know that people's lives are not their own it is not for them to direct their steps discipline me lord but only in due measure not in your anger or you will reduce me to nothing understand that i try to understand myself and say if free will is real which i do hope it is then it is something that we have to exercise and work to improve maybe it's a muscle with every choice you make that is against what your biology desires you're training the free will muscle but we don't train that muscle every day 
and it's hard to train it every day. Is it like a bicep curl? If I can do 10 kilos this week, maybe next week I'll do 12. I don't think it works that way. And maybe it does. Maybe it does. But still, sometimes we fail. Sometimes I fail. I know I fail. No matter how much I've been training that muscle. Every once in a while, the training amounts to nothing. Or rather, I allow the training to amount to nothing. Again, free will. I allow. And I'm already allowing. I'm going to give a simple example. This morning, or yeah, this morning, I didn't wake up at the usual time I, I do. I usually... I usually wake up at 5:30. This morning I had the alarm go off. I woke up, turned it off and I said I'm going to close my eyes for 2 minutes. And I ended up waking up at 7 a.m. So you see despite waking up at 5:30 for months days like this still come. Where biology kicks in, goes into overdrive and says, you know, Oscar, no no, we need the sleep. We need to sleep. and sometimes your biology is just a consequence of all the habits you've had for such a long time and the consequences oscar we need that one drink this is not i'm not suggesting here that I've drunk please don't get it twisted i'm just using this as an example sometimes the biology is saying have that one drink because that's what i gave myself in the past to escape some of my problems and when i do take that drink the consequences i fear will be disastrous so lord if i do fail discipline me but only in due measure not in your anger or you will reduce me to nothing i think i'm going to bring it to a close there it's been an interesting rant is that really a- I believe it's been an interesting rant. So that being said, I'm going to move on to the poem. Uh the poem comes from my book Anthology on Demonology, a poetic discourse with the possessed, which is available on all Amazon stores. If you're willing to support a self-published poet, please go and get yourself a copy. Copy. If you can't for whatever reason, do not fret. I will be reading a poem per episode so you can get a feel for the book. So, today's poem is titled Spectrum. It goes like this. Happiness is a place on a spectrum that goes from depression to ecstasy. Happiness is a safe middle ground right above contentment, way below joy. You want to place your bets in this space. For battling for ecstasy, we land you in a crack den. Still this is a spectrum to fall into sadness turns contentment into happiness to know depression is to have happiness mimic ecstasy you can't play it too safe you are not enlightened okay that was the poem from my book anthology on demonology a poetic discourse with the possessed available on amazon thank you so much for giving me another 15 minutes of your time i get around that much And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'll do my best to stay sane, to stay sober, to stay faithful to myself and to my God. And I hope to catch you again on Monday on It's All Anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto.
Goodbye.